Hello and welcome to the My Virgin Kitchen podcast. Episode 18, Weird Food Tales. If you like your podcasts with a sumptuous serving of juicy, tender, ear-tickling fun, you've come to the right place. A gastrolicious menu infused with yummy guests, a sprinkle of food news, creamed together with banter, and a delightful side of captivating clumsiness. Mmm. It's the podcast you never knew you needed, like an exquisite chocolate-drizzled croque-en-bouche for your audio taste buds. It's the My Virgin Kitchen podcast. I have DuckTales theme tune in my head now, straight away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DuckTales, Food Tales, ooh. Um, hello, Mr. and Mrs. Lettuce. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Good. We're back again. We're full of pizza. Yeah, we have mm. had a little interval since last week's podcast. We were going straight into it, falling it right up. So I'm going to slam straight out there with a question for you guys. Okay. Go on. Uh, that is Hit what I promised it. I would say on the last podcast, because I will forget. <laughs> Go on. What is the worst vegetarian food you have ever... We're going straight into this. Oh, I haven't even had time to prep for this. Okay, you, so you got anything um, in your head? The worst vegetarian food you've ever had. Um, what, well, do you mean like from a restaurant? Like when we, we went, we ordered something and it just came out and it was horrific? I'm not nitpicky, actually. Actually, there's a little filler before you, so you can have a little thing. I just saw an amazing, uh, funny uh, vegetarian pun thing today. Of uh, it said the be- the benefits of having a vegetarian girlfriend, and it was a man holding his wife by the legs, so she was facing downwards, mowing the lawn. <laughs> 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 so she was chewing the grass. Yeah, oh. yeah, grazing. Yeah, grazing. Oh, grazing. Was... Uh, grazing. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, anything could be like where you've I know. Had, uh, been for a, a restaurant, where you've done homemade. One of one of the worst meals out I ever had. Mm-hmm. I won't name the place because apart from this, the you're food not allowed there to, are you? Oh, you, you? You can name them. No, I won't because the food there is great normally. Okay. Um, well, they they can be named. Unofficial Tell cheese them. pun there. Okay. Great. Great. Um, okay. So we went in there, uh, pizza. I thought, oh, I'll have pizza. Okay. It, it was an Italian restaurant, I'll have pizza. So I'm looking through the menu. There wasn't a great deal on there for mm-hmm. us veggies. Mm-hmm. And there was one on there and it was meant to have, what well, did it have? It had courgette and something else on it. It was the blandest thing I've ever had in my life. Really? It was pizza with they'd like literally just scared it with cheese and it had <laughs> boom yeah it had about six put cheese on it six, didn't cook it and then just you, get boom yeah, yeah you know if you cut a, a courgette up into like a, a round so you've got okay, like, like a coin med- shape yeah like little medallions of yeah it. bling courgette bling. bling yeah coming at you, you, think, you yeah i'm trying to think of a courgette pun it's like the new, um, that's okay we ain't got any but then if you cut that in half so now you've got Half a okay, like coin. a half moon. There was about six of these on a big pizza. That was it. And the, the, the worst helping of cheese ever, and zero flavour. Oh, and it had um, some sort of fat-free yogurty type thing on top of it. It was, it was bizarre to the point where I just I just shoveled it in because I was hungry. Yeah, but at the end I was just like, well, that was that was rubbish. Wow. So the, were the courgettes charred or anything? No, that was the other thing. They weren't even, oh, it's not no. like they grilled them or <laughs> Boiled. even pan fried them. It was literally, it was warm. Like they put them on their cold yeah. and just stuck it in the oven. Were you a witness to this, Mrs. Lettuce? No, I you didn't were. think I, was I? Yeah, you were there. It was, it was a few years ago though. Yeah. So, I didn't think that was the one that you were going to say. Oh, go on. Remind I, me. I thought oh. you were going to mention about a veggie burger that you ordered once and it was literally just two 
burger buns and a veggie burger in it, and that was it. Oh, yeah, where was that? Well, I don't know if... Can we say? Yeah, it's fine. But remember that other brands are available. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, I remember where that quite was. quite open yeah. to uh, Just say it. saying uh, any it? types of brands. It's fine. Yeah, so this particular one was at TGI's. Okay. And it was... Yep. Dry. Oh, I remember. Remember dry. that? Yeah, I think we. I think you ordered or asked for some mayo or something just to give it a bit of something that you could yeah, actually just chew. Slightly <laughs> more palatable, and the fact that yeah, try and get some moisture back in my mouth. Yeah, it was. It was that it, was dry. What is the like, veggie menu like at a TGI's? Appalling. Yeah, I was really gonna say, bad. Yeah, I don't tend to remember seeing much no. on there. It got a little bit better over that we went there. What about a year ago? Didn't we? From, um, We've not been there for a long time because the uh, menu isn't. Brilliant, yeah. is it? It's a very us. expensive place. I can put yeah, that out there. Agreed. I used to be, I loved going there years ago. I think as I've got more of an appreciation for food, I mean this in the nicest way, because we went there for Phoebe's birthday, if I'm being honest, a few weeks ago. Yeah. And I was like, I really struggled to find something, but the kids loved it. So that was great. It was the whole American theme thing. Yeah, yeah like, the gimmick was, part of it. Yeah, good. yeah. You're yeah. like paying like nearly sort of upper teens of pounds yeah, for like a, a burger. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Although one thing I did like there back in the day was those um, Jack Daniel shrimps. Oh yeah, they do like their Jack Daniels uh, yeah. sort of style sauce sauces on there. That is, Mm-mm-mm. yeah. Okay, so do you have one, Mrs. Lettuce? Not really. Um, I wish there was such a thing as, well, there is such a thing, but it's vegetarian not very good. Meat. Yeah, you know, like vegetarian meat. That would be really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a good. <laughs> no, the bacon. Mm. Oh, the um, corn bacon. It's not know. any good. Is it not? Okay. No, it's more like an insole of a shoe. <laughs> it looks like that, and oh, then no. it's how I would t- think it would taste. It, yeah. It's really disappointing. Okay. And just off air, off air, wow, it sounds really professional. We just talked about the... Uh, we've both been to Vegas uh, in our own different ways for different food experiences entirely. Mm. Um, mm. You, was it you said that you had the what, like biggest... Was it Caesar salad or something? Yeah, so yeah, we, as a side order, though. Yeah. It wasn't the, no, it wasn't we, the meal. So we, yeah. we stayed at the Monte Carlo. I don't know if you remember that one from when you went there. Oh, which one is that look like? That's next door to New York, New York, and I think directly opposite MGM, or there, or there. Okay, so that's central-ish, is it? Or? Yeah, it's in the middle. Yeah. It's opposite hard, one of the hard rock cafes. Uh, yeah, okay. It's knocked about. But down yeah. the bottom of this um, this Monte Carlo, they got their own little... Uh, it's like a bar and it's called, um, what's it called? Diablo's. Diablo's Cantina. Oh, nice. So it's, it's a real cool place, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, really it sounds buzzing it. in there all the time. So we went in there and we thought, oh, we'll have a bit of grub. Yeah. So we ordered a, did we share the nachos? We did. Yeah. So we, we ordered these bowl of nachos. Yeah. So of course, we, we're still in UK mentality thinking, hey, we, we have the nachos. Yeah, we better get a side, side though because... Okay. We were really hungry, weren't we? Yeah, because it we was... We just got there. Yeah, we just got there. Mm. So we literally went upstairs, popped on a vest... And some pants. And then... <laughs> and then it was important attire. Yeah, and then went yeah. for food. So we, so we ordered these nachos. We better order something on the side because we're really hungry and, you know, we're still in this UK mentality of you don't really ever get enough food, potentially. Yeah. Forgetting we were <laughs> in America. They so don't we, feed us over there. Yeah so, we, yeah, so we said, oh, can we have a little Caesar salad to go on the side? But obviously without the chicken, just the, you know, the salad mm. with all the dressing and the palm, parmesan and all that on it. Yeah. And no word of right. This thing came out, didn't it? And it was yeah. it pretty was much amazing. the size of the table, this Caesar salad. Really? Yeah. And so were the nachos. And yeah. we we struggled so much to try and make a dent in this food. Yeah, it just right. didn't look any different afterwards. Yeah. So we were stuffed, weren't we? We were there probably about an hour just digging into this lettuce, digging into these nachos. And when we looked at it, it was still the same. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just but, focus on the lettuce. Like, just yeah. wait to leave. Straight in the lettuce. <laughs> yeah, we were yeah. so embarrassed because we had ordered it. We thought, we've got to eat it. Yeah. We were just trying to shovel it in and really? it just wasn't going down. Wow. And it was cheap as well because yeah, like, the portions are really big, aren't they? And it's really good value for money. So we yeah. paid like... Oh, it's like $10 with a beer. Yeah, yeah it's right. Yeah, it's so cheap over there. And then yeah. like, literally yeah. you get the the big portions. And was it you said you went to the Gordon Ramsay grill as well? Yeah, the burger. What so was, was this before you were veggies in? Well, we've been there twice. So this first time was yeah. uh, the pre-veggie days. And the okay. second time obviously was when we were. So well, did you find experiences. It, yeah, I bet. Yeah, food-wise mm. particularly. Mm-hmm. But like you had, it said you had a burger that was injected or something? Yeah, so that was at, at Gordon Ramsay's restaurant, which is in Planet Hollywood, and that was called, it was actually called Burger, wasn't it? It's just called Burger, yeah. Yeah, that's B-U-G-R it, yeah. or something that's like that. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, and this was a, this was the meat-eating days, and it was <laughs> a huge, huge uh, burger patty, and they pretty much injected it with um, blue cheese. So, so straight into it was yeah. like a... it was amazing. So, wow. you, so you, you obviously, got, you get it in the bun, and that's when you bite it, you get this little treat that trickles out. Oh my gosh. And it goes all down your front. Uh, yeah. I started to tell you about my experience going to the Heart Attack Grill. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So we never went there. Yeah, actually, if you guys go on uh, the YouTube channel, there's um, a playlist called the USA Road Trip. And I think towards the tail end, actually, in the in the Vegas episode, there's a little clip of us going in there. So you, it, they embrace it on, like, the whole overweight thing and, mm. like, you go in there wearing a hospital gown. But I had the <laughs> best milkshake <laughs> ever. Yeah, I mean, they will. If you weigh over a certain amount of pounds, I can't remember how it is, if you're basically enormously obese they say so you can eat in there for free but it's all a big gimmick really and um a lot of stag parties and hen parties and you know just people that are there for vegas for the fun go there just for the experience of going in a hospital themed place really and um if you don't finish your food you get spanked in the middle of the restaurant with a panel uh, with a paddle uh, by these nurses that are serving you so you and... didn't finish deliberately oh do i know it was a pressure <laughs> oh, that was a pressure they didn't care about your fries yeah um so what it was is you the menu was quite minimal they had like a jelly shot injection which is really it's like a shot of jelly alcohol but it was served in like a test tube and oh what um, so they did feed it to you yeah so they'd inject it in your mouth so it's all hospital themed yeah, yeah but like if you didn't finish your burger like they that's when you get spanked so like you could order a burger with chips uh and a drink uh but you had to finish that otherwise you you know you get spanked in the middle of the restaurant that was that was the rule and everyone like they spanked you hard it's like Ooh. What, with like a, a wooden like a, like a wooden paddle, yeah. Ouch. Proper right across there. Um, but like, so I started, I, uh, the, I ordered a drink, a chocolate milkshake, which I was saying it arrived with like, it looked like an ice cube bobbing in the top, a real big yeah. ice cube, but it was just a slab of butter. Ugh. And it was uh. like, yeah, they call it like the world's like most unhealthiest chocolate milkshake, <laughs> which is what they branded it as, but it probably was. I don't know if there was butter in it, but it was the best milkshake I've ever, ever had. But I, I probably drunk about... A, a quarter of it because it was so good obviously not avoiding the butter even though yeah. there's probably tons in it anyway and then i suddenly thought oh my gosh i'm getting full on this if i if i keep going i'm gonna like yeah <laughs> my burger's gonna come out and i'm gonna be getting spanked <laughs> you, you were drinking <laughs> that before the burger yeah came out. yeah yeah because it was like oh, i'm really thirsty it's vegas really hot obviously yeah. even, and he, even and in there, to live like, dangerously yeah so like, i started drinking and i noticed the other guys were like just sipping on uh, they didn't have the milkshake i just saw it i was like i've got to try this yeah i love a milkshake and um they had sprites and stuff so they were just you know sipping on that and um and the burger came out and i just went for like a two-story one which is like a oh hello Boy, <laughs> I thought, oh, someone is that someone ringing you? You can take no, it. No, I thought I turned that on silence. That's my bad. Oh, that's right. I know. I thought there was actually some sort of toy going boring, boring around no, your no, no, uh, um, front room. Professionalism. Yeah. <laughs> so right. no, no. Um, so yeah, there was uh, the burger came out, but you could actually like they ordered it by the pat uh, the number of burger patties. Okay. So you could start with one, and even that was just massive. A, what a, yeah, like a 
big burger. Yeah. Well, then you could just go like you could go a double. You get a triple. You could get a quadruple, a quintet, a six tepalet, whatever it is. Whoa. And it went all the way up to octopolet, so eight. You could have eight patties where you Who's hold it together. That? Well, that's someone who wants a spanking. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So like Definitely. you go in there and you're like, right, okay. If you don't finish your burger, they're they're like teasing you as well. The nurses, are, you know, I think they're paid to do that. And they're like, hey, well, if you don't finish it, I'm going to spank you. And it's like, I, I've got to eat. Like I've never <laughs> felt so much pressure in my life to eat some food. It was. And so the burning question is, hmm. did you eat it all? I did. Oh, well done. I, I did. I like. But it was really hard. But I think it was the mentality thing of like being, I, I legitimately just didn't want to get spanked. In front of a restaurant full of people as well. Yeah. yeah. Particularly because it was like almost first thing in the morning. They only just opened um, and it was starting to get busier as we were going. But we had a massive drive up to uh, San Francisco literally oh, yeah. straight after that. So I didn't want to go and sit on a driving, driving all the way up to San Francisco with a sore bum. No, no. no. Uh, yeah, that's that's not the way. But uh, there are some really quirky places in uh, in Vegas. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. In fact, talk, talking of building your own burger when after that holiday we went to new york directly after it so we had like a multi-center holiday oh nice so we went to new york and we found a burger restaurant there didn't we remember that one where you yeah. build your own yeah it was amazing so oh. literally you go in and you choose your bun yeah and you choose what burger you want and the filling and it can be what size was it it was up to like it was massive to make this yeah burger, really right? oh my gosh Huge it was like subway thing. but for yeah. burgers oh so i'm thinking yeah i can eat that yeah yeah oh no when we did this uh, road trip across uh, America, we tried to catch a couple of the man versus food food challenges, just the venues, yeah, because uh, it was the, the real big buzz show around that time. And one of them, uh, there's a place called the Haystack near Niagara Falls, right? And it made a three foot long uh, steak and cheese sub. Whoa! And I love a steak and cheese sub. And I said three feet. Yeah, and I was like, I am up for that. Uh, but we got there <laughs> and they were just shut in. I was oh. Like, oh. oh no! But I was like, to be honest. I can probably just do like a foot long, like subway one max at the, at the best. Yeah. And yeah. it's just more about like that whole craving of just seeing. Yeah. Just having a three foot. Yeah. Three foot. Like, three yeah. Foot but it had, sub. I think they chucked like more things on it, like bacon bits and fries and really loaded. So it was like a fully loaded, like almost the, as long as you is that a futon? But we did go yeah, to the one um, called it? the Big Texan where they do a 72 ounce steak. Cool. And they got my uh, camera bloke that came along with us, our friend, and we called him Plum actually. He came uh, in the middle of the. Uh, he's like, really nervous guy. I'd never met him. But I said, hey, do you want to come across to America? He's like, yeah, 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 cool. But he kept forgetting his camera as another story. It's <laughs> like, mate, we're in New York. They were going to go out, just about to go on the underground, um, staying at a friend's place. He's like, I was like mate, where's your camera? Oh, sorry, man. I forgot it. I'm like, uh, you're the cameraman. You just invited him away on a holiday. Yeah, if that's what I think you thought it was. It's like, okay. Worst so then, cameraman ever. Yeah. So he got some um, foot, really good footage from me when he remembered his camera. But he was quite quiet and I got to know him a bit better as we drove across America. And then he was obsessed with these food challenges. So we just happened to be passing um, just the tip of Vegas. There was a place called the Big Te- um, sorry, Texas, a place called the Big Texan. And it's all themed and set like a Wild Western thing. And he did the 72 ounce steak challenge where they got him in the middle of the restaurant on a raised table and it's like, yeah, uh, like you're going to do a 72 ounce steak challenge. Like, oh, and now so it's the whole restaurant. Him. Oh, it's mad. He's really shy. He's like, oh, table for free, please. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm doing bless a steak him. challenge. He's like, yo, you come here with me, boy. You're going to do this. And he's like, poor bloke. He think he must have got so nervous because all these people were taking selfies with him because he's ra- <laughs> on his raised plinth, massive timer above his head. He's, he's mad. How long he's does he get to eat it? You got an hour to finish the 72 ounce steak challenge. If you finish it, 
you don't pay a thing. You have to finish your steak, your fries, your coleslaw. <laughs> Everyone else is. Good wipe your mouth. And he's getting more and more nervous. Yeah, because he's like quite a shy bloke anyway. And there was like this whole like German biker crew on tour. Oh. Like, they were like, I just take a selfie with you, yeah. And they're like all these massive <laughs> selfie sticks like coming up, and he's trying to eat this food as quick as he can, and like taking selfies. And the video on that does it justice to sort of set the scene even more. But this steak was phenomenal. I mean, it's seventy-two ounce. Uh, yeah, that's big. A lot of places in England claim to do that now, but this looked like honestly like a T Rex footprint. It was the thickness of it. Um, what do you normally get in a restaurant now? Like, oh, like here, uh, like 16? 16, yeah. Although so you get those hungry horse ones where they. they maybe they, they, maybe they, they, a 20. Yeah, 20 ounce. They call it the Megasaurus. Yeah. But they're so thin compared. This thing looked like. It looked like it was alive. I mean, so no, I didn't want to say that to you guys too much, but, um, but did you hear about the hungry horse? They did the, the donut burger as well for a while. No. no, that came out about two years ago, but they uh, they stopped doing it, I think, because there was so much hate about it. It was basically a burger. So these hungry horse chains, you know, they do these crazy ass, yeah, yeah. like big burger, crazy ass burger. Um, instead of the bun, yeah, I like crazy ass burger. And mate, you, you get me that burger right there, boy. And I tell you, send <laughs> the burger right there. I don't want no sesame on you my bun. Make sure it's crazy. Yeah, you cray cray. <laughs> <laughs> instead of um, a seeded uh, bun, they had. A donut on either end. So basically, well, what would be your bun? Yeah, the sugar. Yeah, a sugared donut uh, on either end, sandwiching together like your lettuce mm. and your patty and your. Gross. Yes. Well, actually, if you go to McDonald's in America, you can get um, muffins, can't you? You know, like over here, you got the egg muffin or the egg yeah. pork oh, muffin. I've got a kitchen gadget to, I'm trying out tomorrow that does that. What, makes a little... homemade one with a press. Oh, amazing. You need to buy English muffins yeah. and toast it or mix it all apparently in one big... I don't know how that's going to work, so I'm very excited that for that. sounds well, good. I, I yeah. bought the muffin over in America thinking it was going to be the same one as over here. Yep. But it was, yeah. It was two blueberry muffins, but with all the normal stuff in it. That egg. was disgusting. Really? Yeah, Because we were really hungover, weren't we? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, because yeah, I think the closest thing that the... English McDonald's comes to stuff like that here is when you know you can get the pancakes and the syrup but with the sausage patty they serve yeah, yeah. it on this big tray yeah. that's the sort of like the biggest Americanism that we have yeah, as as here, but it's it. nothing really as as extent as that but uh, yeah it's the whole world I could tell you so much about the food on that trip but like we had this best chowder in San Francisco on uh, Pier 39 I think it's called where like there's this random like pier where there's these jetties where I think it's sea lions have just overtaken it, just, yeah. just taking it over. No one knows why they turned up. They just one day just did it. But right by it, we by a lit fire, we had this amazing seafood chowder. But so yeah. did your friend finish his seventy-two ounce steak? Did, did it no, all go? no, bless him. He did about twenty-six. <laughs> oh, that's not good. <laughs> but he's like, it's not even half. Yeah, not even like, halfway. Oh my god, man! You're gonna don't worry. You're gonna fly it. Some girl from England was here yesterday. She's only five foot half your size. She smashed it. Man. <laughs> oh, he had to sign a contract, and then he, he didn't. He didn't do it. So he had to pay seventy-two dollars for. Ouch. Uh, yeah. So he was like, "Oh, that's a cool." I mean, you know, it was an expensive meal, an expensive mistake to make. Blah blah blah. And he was really trying to get in his own. To he's watching the Man versus Food episode that he actually did in that place where he was like, he cut it up into small pieces and kept dunking it in ketchup and mayo to lubricate it and just change the taste. And just uh, to try and yeah. keep him guessing. And well, there's a lady online on YouTube that does like loads of eating contests. She's got something wrong with her digestive system, and there's a video of her doing that in three minutes. I Jeez. think it's three. It might be seven. Has she got blonde hair. Uh, she has in one of the videos, but I think yeah, she, I think yeah. I saw that, and she right. eats so fast. Yeah, there's another like another one. She's like tearing it like a dog. It's like really. Weird. She does two of them in about. She did two 72-ounce steaks within the hour limit. I think it might have only been half an hour. I might be wrong, but you'd have to Google that. It's a girl, she has got a problem with the digestive system, so she can just she doesn't really fill up. 
I'm not sure where it goes. Maybe it goes in a leg or something. <laughs> like, just shakes it's it out. Extra power. It's got four cows like that. Uh, yeah. stomachs like a cow. It's maybe. got like, a little uh, hat latch at the back. It just <laughs> pops out. Lets it all out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. Um, so uh, today's topic, I had mm. a pretty cool article. We've, I think we've all got a little bit here, but we'll, I guess we'll see how it goes. This is an article from 2013 by Mike Devlin. Uh, I remember Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Mike Devlin. Yeah, he's Devlin in the world Hi, of... Hi, uh... I'm Mike Devlin. <laughs> I quite well, like that surname. Devlin. Devlin. Yeah, I'm just... Uh, I'm not angelic, I'm Devlin. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Devlin, hot, 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 like a soup in a pot. We in a hot. Um, ten truly weird food tales. Now, some of these are a bit weird, so I'm going to probably go over it quickly and we'll see. But there's a couple that I like, thought was pretty interesting. Uh, the first one is maple syrup. Uh, maple syrup is one of the most expensive things you can put on your pancakes, uh, which it is, right? You go to a supermarket and it's mm. like, whoa. Yeah, it's many pounds for a small jar. Yeah. A bottle generally retails for well over $20. Uh, the real decent stuff, which is true, really does, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, part of the expense involved in the syrup is the great inefficiency in producing it. It requires anywhere from 5 to 13 gallons of maple sap to make just one quart of syrup. Oh, I didn't know that. To make sure it has enough to meet the international demand, the Canadian province of Quebec maintains a global strategic maple syrup reserve. Oh, my gosh. So they're just swimming Serious? There. So there's an entire forest somewhere yeah. which they are just draining the sap. They're just and... tapping into it. Oh, but well. I'd say they put it in a reserve like it's in some sort of big swimming pool. Yeah, they're all swimming in it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That oh. I would love to do. It'd be a bit sticky, but... Uh... It'd be heaven, though, wouldn't it? Because I, I do like maple syrup. In I'll t- take that over honey. Yeah. Yeah. In 2000, it is, yeah. And it's got that, mm, just feels rich, doesn't it? Just something uh. like that. Uh. It's that, <laughs> we're going to rap about <laughs> maple syrup. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> in 2000, I think it's these mics, it makes you want to just rap the fact I, that you just yeah. got to so I've, I've got zero freestyling skills, but I feel like I could pop a few bars for you. Yeah, Spit. thank you. You two look like you're in Blazing Squad. <laughs> yeah, Blazing. See you at the crossroads. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've got that in the car. In my Have car you? on the CD, yeah, track Go 13. It. Go and get it. Stick one in the background <laughs> yeah, yeah. on repeat. And now on intermission. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame we can't play music on podcasts because that would be brilliant. But that would basically be a radio show. Yes. Um, <laughs> in 2012, during an audit, it was discovered that £6 million of the syrup, so that's worth about $18 million wholesale, Jeez. had been stolen in a daring <gasps> heist. A daring heist. heist. A heist, heist of yeah. maple syrup. This was not some smash and grab theft. It would have been taking dozens of trucks to move so many barrels. In the subsequent months, several arrests were made and some two-thirds of the missing syrup was recovered. Where did they find it? I was going to say, where they... <laughs> In a swag bag. Yeah. <laughs> they probably use it all because if you think about it, you do need to use quite a lot of it, don't you? You do, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe they just used it. Yeah, like I think, yeah, you sort of pour it and it's the pancakes soak it up and like, where did that go? It's kind of like... Yeah, they need more. Like yeah, well, tofu. I'll tell you what's annoying <laughs> about that is that when you go to a restaurant and you... And you uh, you go, oh, yeah, I'll have the pancakes. So yeah. they stack the pancakes up, don't they? Yeah. So you've got, say, three or four stacked up. And then they lace the top one oh, yeah. in syrup. And that top one is the best one. And then the three underneath it, they don't even get a look That's in. right, yeah. Or they give you maple syrup on the side in a thimble. They don't ever give <laughs> yeah. you very much. Yeah. yeah. So by the time you've poured it, it's evaporated. Yeah, yeah it, it's just <laughs> as, like rain. Yeah. <laughs> you never get enough. Yeah, so I just... Yeah, the two thirds of it was missing. I just wonder if there's like some sort of investigators going into these pancake houses, like scraping maple syrup off of people's pancakes as they're about to take a bite. It's ours. Yeah, just sort of like uh, evidence. <laughs> stolen. Yeah. Oh, speaking of stolen, 
number nine, most it's, it's a countdown. Uh, most stolen <laughs> food. <laughs> Asked to guess the most frequently stolen food on the planet. Some might guess candy or alcohol or even steak. I'd probably say that, yeah. But according to multiple studies, up to 4% of the cheese put up for sale ends up pilfered. That's a great word, pilfered. Oh, I love pilfered. Good cheeses. Yeah, but if you notice, when you buy cheese, it's got one of those secure. quite often it's got one of those security stickers on it, hasn't it? There's definitely a cheese pun here somewhere. There's got to be, in there, there is. I'm, I'm oh desperately my gosh. thinking of The one. story's gone. I'm just thinking of a cheese <laughs> pun with a security tag now. Oh, God. I can't think of enough cheeses. I told you my brain doesn't work yeah. that quick. We'll come back to that. We'll get one. Because um, we'll just read the whole story. Maybe that'll come up. Cheese put up for sale ends up pilfered. Next time you're in the market, pay attention to the way the store displays cheese, particularly the valuable imported kinds. Oh, yeah. Generally, it is centrally located and well lit to keep thieves from scampering off. The phenomenon is phenomenon. not completely, <laughs> completely understood. The researchers indicate that cheese is relatively expensive, easy to conceal, and can be resold to other stores or restaurants. Isn't that weird? Who's, who's, you know, most people are going around nicking fags and booze if they're doing smash and grabs. Um, you want any cheese, mate? Break the you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going in. There's a whole. Nacho up. cheese. Oh, do nacho. You want the <laughs> what you doing? That's nacho <laughs> cheese. <laughs> nacho <laughs> cheese. It's weird, isn't it? It is it's weird. weird. Going yeah. in, like doing a hold up in a deli. <laughs> Draw the contents of the in, till. In, in a no, de- I yeah. want all your rock for. I thought I thought you meant India then for a minute, but no, you actually <laughs> mean a deli, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. India is very well known for its cheese. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Number eight, eggs. I think I read this one. I was like, I don't know if this is even worth talking about. So I'm going to just go and say it as fast as I can. American and Canadian tourists traveling outside their respective countries are often astonished to see eggs sitting at room temperature. They'd probably be even more shocked to find out that in the amount that in the countries of the European Union, the eggs they are getting are straight from the chicken. They have not been sanitized or washed in any fashion. A chicken actually imparts a liquid coating around its egg called a cuticle. That's on your nails, isn't it? A cuticle. Mm-hmm. Uh, which protects against contamination. The layer is mostly removed by cleaning, which involves washing the egg with water of at least 90 degrees and an odorless detergent. Okay. Uh, the washing actually makes the egg more porous and susceptible to contamination, so it must be kept in a refrigerator. The counterproductivity and expense of this process is astonishing, but American shoppers do not seem... Bothered. Yeah, see, I've read somewhere that you shouldn't keep it in the fridge. Yeah, me. Oh, really? Yeah, because you do get these sort of hampery things, don't you? Yeah. That people are like, egg hamper. Oh, that's my well, you... egg hamper. Over there with my coaster. <laughs> <laughs> my, my bobble hat for my, like... Uh... Oh, bouquet of flowers I got for our anniversary and my egg hamper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want for Christmas? Oh, I'd love a new oh, egg hammer. I hamper. caught you on up my egg, egg hamper. hamper. Egg hammer. Hammer time. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, store, I think there's loads of debates about storing things in general. Like some people say to me about um, apples. Mrs. Barry loves putting her apples in the fridge. I don't. Uh, you know, if you want to, if you want your teeth shattered, that's a, that's an amazing thing. But uh, and ketchup. People put ketchup in the fridge, and that annoys me. Really? We don't keep it in the fridge. My mum and dad keep it in the fridge. James' parents keep it in the fridge. Mm. Why? We're coming on to a very well, important ketchup fact, actually. Where do you keep your ketchup, Barry? In the fridge. No. <laughs> get out of my house. Apart from when I'm eating it. Well, I don't actually eat the bottle, but... Yeah, you um, get in the fridge to eat it. I, never yeah, allowed out. I'm very much governed by Mrs. Barry's protocol, which I think she very much believes and follows what her parents did. So I think it is like an ancestral thing. Yeah, I think thing. that's what you do, yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, my mum did this. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, because we didn't... And put, I turned out all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at me as I squint my eye. <laughs> Everything's <twitch>. like, <laughs> yeah. But I think it is very much down on... This is what my mum always did. And yeah, like I say, I turned out fine. So like things like apples for me, I'm like, well, put it in the fruit bowl. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and ketchup. 
I'm trying to think of another thing as well. Like milk. Who puts milk in a yeah. fridge? Who are these yeah, crazy who are these weirdos? Yeah. God. Um, ice cream. Banished from the land. Yeah. He's crazy. Like, who has ice cream in a freezer? <laughs> Speaking of ice cream, Harold Bishop looking bloke there from Neighbours. Oh, yeah. Oh, Harold the, Bishop. The Bish. Didn't Harold Bishop die in Neighbours twice? Yeah. He yeah, had he a memory back, loss, then. didn't he? Yeah. He died by the rocks or he just went missing, didn't he? Yeah, he forgot he died and then came back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Madge, his wife, she did the pantomime, didn't she? In yeah. Western years ago. When I used to work in the bank, I saw her walking down the high street. Isn't she British? Is she? Yeah, I think she I think is. her name's Anne Charleston or something like that. Oh, you were yeah, your neighbours. I'm, I'm sure oh. she's English. Neighbours. I'm going to have to find out. Find out. I'm, I think she is. I think Anne, yeah, I think you could be right there. She's just got um, a fantastic Australian accent. Charleston. G'day, mate. G'day. G'day. Would you chuck a little barbie on the Would you put a shrimp dingo? on the barbie, crack open a tinny? Anne Charleston. Yeah. Oh, Australian accent. Accent? Oh, it was an Australian accent. Yeah. Uh, it's an Australian actress best known for playing the character of Madge Bishop in the Australian soap opera Neighbours. Mm-hmm. Aged, she's now 74. Oh, she, she wasn't born here or anything then? I thought she was. She was born in Melbourne, but she's spent a lot of time uh, in prison. She's done a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> the murder of... Uh, oh, she's been in Emmerdale. Has she? Yeah, another well-known British soap folk, so those of you that don't... Uh, it's kind of like the Dallas... Or oh, the Knots Landing of <laughs> British Knots yeah. Landing, yeah. Um, God, blimey. Um, do you know, I used to like Flying Doctors when I was a kid. Did you ever see that? Oh, flying yeah, doctors. wasn't yeah. Kylie in that? Oh, was she? Yeah. I don't know. This is it. This is crazy. I'm Where sure, is this? I'm is this sure another untruth? Flying Doctors. We've got an English Madge Bishop English. lurking around somewhere. No, I did honestly think that she was English. And Kylie's popping up in doing cameo roles in the Flying Doctors. Or was it Danny Minogue? No, I think it was Kylie. Okay. Flying Doctors is an Australian TV drama produced by Crawford Productions that evolves around the everyday life-saving efforts of the Royal Flying Doctor Service of Australia, starring Andrew McFarlane as the newly arrived Dr. Tom Callaghan. Uh, starring... No. Oh, well, she might have done a cameo. Uh, yeah. Madge Bishop's in it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. With an English uh, accent. Yeah. I'll try and find out something that is true. If you could. Um, in a minute. What you got for us? Ice cream. Oh. You got something true? No. Okay. Nothing. I've got nothing. <laughs> ice cream. Did you know Madge Bishop invented ice cream? Um, with dozens and dozens of ice creams available on the market, a distinctive taste sets the company apart from its competitors. The largest producer of ice cream in the United States is Dreyer's, which includes the Eddie's. Dreyer's. Oh, they're enormous in America, aren't they? They sell these huge buckets of ice cream. Have you ever seen them in the freezer? They're like no. phenomenal. Um, and Hagen dies. Due in no small part to their official taste tester, John Harrison. Harrison! Travels throughout the country to different Dreyer's plants to impart his expertise. He uses a gold spoon, which does not impart any flavour to the ice cream. Wow. Imagine that. Yeah, could you ever find sometimes if you have a, a metal spoon? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't taste very nice on its own. <laughs> yeah, it breaks your teeth <laughs> yeah. a little bit, yeah. Yeah, a bit hard. Yeah. No, because no. sometimes you get a little metallic <laughs> tingle on the tongue, don't you? You do. Yeah, I get that, yeah. actually. It's a bit... Oh, we need to get some gold spoons. But then, obviously, a wooden spoon tastes a bit woody. Yeah, woody. <laughs> <laughs> you got a friend. In <laughs> tastes like woody. There's a uh, snake in my ice cream. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, he uses a gold spoon, which does not impart any flavour to the ice cream. Mm. That's incredible. Because... So, this. That's his going to work kit, is it? Like some people get in a van, they've got to take all their tools out. Yeah. He pops a gold spoon in his top pocket. Because I've got a golden spoon. 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 Yeah, not enough uh, syllables. Uh, and then he gets on a plane and just clears off and 
That's yeah. His, Essentially, yeah. It turns up with his golden day. spoon, like like a, some sort of like Excalibur, pulling it out. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. What a great job. Um, so does that mean that whenever I'm tasting things, or when we go in restaurants, do you are you missing out that full flavour of a dish by not having gold cutlery? You, you might gold be missing apple. out the full flavour, or you might be adding yeah. to the flavour yeah. inadvertently. So perhaps maybe yeah. we should all start eating with our hands again. I think so. But <laughs> then think- it'll taste of fingerprints. <laughs> oh, I hate the taste of fingerprints. Yeah. And I've That's never disgusting. come across anybody to this day who loves the taste of fingerprints. Oh no, they're too, a bit too much digits for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, silicon as well. T- um, a silicon spatula, making a bolognese. I'm using that, you take a bit of that. You t- it tastes a bit too yeah, rubbery, a bit, a bit too latexy. So I'm going to get a gold spatula. I would. I think you need to. Yeah. And then you can endorse them and sell them. Yeah. For millions of pounds. Oh, that gold. So, yeah, it does not impart any flavor to the ice cream. I wonder if that's very specific to ice cream. I don't think so. His taste buds are insured for $1 million. Wow. He helped create several different popular flavors of ice cream, including the Oreo-based cookies and cream. Well, I get that's popular, but really, if you put Oreos in ice cream, it's going to be popular. But it is good because they get that real creamy. Yeah, Other I ice- like an Oreo. Mm. They're vegan, aren't they? They are. They, they are. are. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Um, Other ice cream makers use different philosophies using fresh local ingredients. Vermont's Ben & Jerry's is a crowd favorite. Their ice cream is noted for large chunks of things like brownies and fruit, added in response to co-founder Ben Cohen's Anosmia. <laughs> he cannot smell and can barely taste anything. Oh, right. Wow. So ben, the, one of the creators of Ben & Jerry's ice cream can't, can't taste. actually taste what his ice cream is like. Oh. That's why he wants the texture to be so like chunky. So he, that's where he gets his... Oh, so he gets his pleasure from the texture. Yeah. Wow. Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Since Cohen couldn't really taste anything, he was eating. He tended to add more stuff to satisfy a need for texture. I might have mentioned it on a previous podcast, but I went to the Ben & Jerry's yes, farm. Yeah. 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 Crazy. That's, and then they cut them in half to make sure there's an even spread of the like filling. So maybe that's even more important to him now, why they, why they do that. Because it's like he wants to make sure that that's happening for no, not only him, but so that everyone else is getting that same experience. Yeah. Mm. Okay. No, I don't, no yeah. you didn't tell me that. I didn't hear that on a podcast. I heard that from you when uh, we were actually all eating Ben and Jerry's. Yes. Me and you and Mrs. Lettuce and Becky. Yeah. Whilst we were watching trailers. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that was great fun. Yeah, because that was the night that we had the mushroom fajitas. Uh, fajitas, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then afterwards, we're like, should we get dessert here? Oh, no, uh, I've got this little tricky trick that we do when we go to the <laughs> cinema. street job that we do. Yeah, so we went to the cinema. And it was newly refurbished, it was, wasn't it? yeah. So, but there wasn't any seats apart from a massive screen in there just playing loads of trailers. <laughs> and it, like, you go to get your cinema ticket right at the back or you sp- see the self-checkouts right at the front. And the rest is just basically like a huge food hall. Yeah. With yeah. like one little table. Square pies. Yeah. So we went for our Ben, ben and Jerry's and sat there and just made jokes that we were just going to the cinema watching trailers. Mm. We must have looked weird. Yeah. We did watch quite a few trailers. We did, yeah. It was on loop. We're like, oh, I like this film. It's good, isn't it? It's the mummy again. I'm sure I've seen this yeah. one. We're saying we were like really jammy because we were catching and watch 10 movies in one for, for free. free. For free, yeah. 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 Just, what, just only paid for our ice cream. It was a jammy. <laughs> um, so that was where I heard your Ben and Jerry story. Ah, uh, yeah. I got electrocuted by the uh, fence there at Vermont because I wanted to try and get a selfie before they were even cool. Uh, with an f- actual Ben and Jerry's cow. But uh, yeah, very, very painful shock from the fence. Yeah. Ouch. Um, mushrooms. I don't think this one was that interesting, but I'll try. People are rarely ambivalent about mushrooms. They are generally a food that is either loved or despised, regardless of one's opinion or their taste. They are marvelously interesting organisms. 
Some like the awesomely named Western North American Destroying Angel. Western North American Destroying that Angel. sounds like a horror film. Yeah. It does, doesn't it? Starring like Madge a... Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a bad And Kylie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jason Donovan. <laughs> yeah. Um, can, they can be deadly. And others like the Facilicobopes Magic Mushroom. <laughs> the what? Facilicobopes. Facilicobopes. Yeah, they're not the Hey, get your hands off my facilica bulbs. <laughs> um, in brackets, it just says magic mushroom, so I think I oh, just right, read that. Okay. Oh. Results in profound and psychedelic experiences, apparently. There are 71 known species of mushrooms that glow in the dark, and there is even a type called the Latiporus that is said to taste like chicken. Ooh. Mm. Hello. One for you guys right there. Yeah. Well, chicken shrooms. So chicken shroom, yeah. yeah. One different types of glow-in-the-dark mushroom. Yes. Why do you need that many? One's enough, isn't it? Well, it could have a sort of like a nice sort of UV global like nightclub effect. This one glows in the dark. <laughs> mushroom nightclub. <laughs> Bit busy in there. Oh, there's not mushroom in here. Hey, hey. hey. ching. He's all right. Yeah. That guy over there. He's a fun guy to be with. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that guy over there with the cap on. <laughs> God. Oh, Sorry. God, that's really bad. Oh, oh that guy's stalking me. <laughs> We have to stop. We have to stop. Unless you've got another. <laughs> oh, <first>. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there are 71 known species of mushrooms that glow in the dark. Uh, most recently, scientists have discovered that running electricity through mushrooms can more than double their production, a fact that had been known to Japanese farmers for generations. Lightning hitting fields of shiitake mushrooms <laughs> sends... You have to be very careful how you say that. I've yes. mentioned that in other videos. Just going to get my shiitake mushrooms out. <laughs> and send voltage buzzing through the soil, thus increasing the farmer's yield. The scientists are not entirely sure what causes phenomenum, but it's most likely a kind of defense mechanism amping up reproductive capabilities in the face of a hazard. More importantly than that, chicken mushrooms. Like, yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Where are we getting that? Can someone I don't else... know. Yeah, can Miss, we get some? Mrs. Lettuce, can you Google that, please? Want some KFM? Try and find out where we can buy them. Within the UK. Want some Kentucky Fried Mushrooms? KFM. Kentucky Mushrooms. <laughs> That's Kentucky a whole new shop. Yeah, KFM. Yeah. The Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> the Colonel Mushroom. Colonel Mushroom. <laughs> it's just a man with a real big, big wide hat big on. You know? <laughs> it's big like straw ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, this one, uh, yeah, does that, does that interest you? Chicken mushroom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely, because it's, it's different to your normal mushroom. Yeah, but what you need to probably do is go online for these, I imagine. Um, and, yeah, what are they called? Uh, mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, do you have mushrooms? <laughs> yeah, they're the ones that taste like you chicken. You might not have heard of these yeah. before. I need the chicken ones, please. But actually, when we had the mushroom tacos or fajitas, they, they, there was a kind of like chewy yeah. moment there. I don't know how they cooked was, them, because I tried knocking them up here the other week. Yeah. Or like this week. They were really good. And they did all right, but yeah. they still, they were... They were quite, I don't know what they'd done to them. They were quite dry, weren't they? Right. Almost. They were a bit shiitake. Yeah. The ones I made tasted absolutely shiitake. Shiitake, my shoe. <laughs> yeah, so you need to basically go to your main supermarket and get, hi, um, I'm just looking for some lighter porous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry? <laughs> you know, like, they're like mushrooms. Right, yeah, so we've got the button ones. We've got your shiitake. <laughs> portobello. Portobello, portobello. yeah. <laughs> You can make a burger out of portobello mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 A little burger base, nice, nice. Um, so yeah, I might have to actually Google this for you guys and try and order some some letterporus. That would be a really fascinating video to see I'd what you guys. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to taste. Mm. That. Definitely. Yeah, I'd like to taste your letterporus, please, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so wrong. So wrong. 
I managed to get some lizard <laughs> 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 James, James, would you like to come over for some lizard pour? <laughs> tastes like chicken. Can I come over as well? <laughs> yeah. It looks like a mushroom, but it tastes like chicken. Oh, God. <laughs> Everything tastes like chicken. Yeah. Um, Gatorade. Do you like Gatorade? I can't stand the taste of it. not had it. It's very sweet, isn't it? It's sweet. I don't find it sweet at all. Is it American, Gatorade? Yeah. yeah. It's their energy. Hey, Gator. Aid. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Is Someone... it energy drink? Uh, or what is it? Is it yeah, they like, push it as a sports drink. Yeah. Is it a bit like Band-Aid, but for alligators? So they, you know, Sorry? <laughs> well, like a, a concert to yeah, raise money for people in Africa. with, yeah, like with co- 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 Crocodiles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alligators. Gatorade. Hey! Oh, <laughs> Sorry, I was so God, slow that was. I was, was really slow good. as well. I yeah. thought you'd gone mental for a yeah. second. Yeah. Now That's I've got a vision of Bob Geldof on stage with some alligators. So yeah, just take, whatever he sang. Raising loads of money for what did, alligators. What did Bob Geldof sing? It's Christmas time. time. No, he, he was that? in a. He was in, He didn't do um, Band Aid. No, no, well, he, he did do it. He didn't sing on it. Or something. Yeah, I don't like Mondays. He sang. Ah, didn't. tell me why I don't like yeah. reptiles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Gatorade was invented in 1965 by University of Florida. Obviously, you know, lots of gators in Florida. Professor. Nef- God, this, the words are really hard to pronounce. There's words like and and help. <laughs> <laughs> and nephrologist. Nephrologist. <laughs> which basically means a kidney specialist. Hi, I'm a nephrologist. <laughs> Robert Cade. Wow, that's a that's a secret agent name, isn't it? Hi, I'm Robert Cade. I'm a nephrologist. Cade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it helped. To, they invented it to, for the staff to help keep the football players hydrated. While today's product line features a veritable rainbow of flavors and colors, they're very luminous, mm. aren't they? They're like um, almost like uh, what did you put that panda stuff pops. in? Panda pops. It's like old panda pops. Yeah. That sort of color. Oh my gosh, they were awesome, weren't they? All those Calypso drinks. Yes. Oh, the little plastic. Yeah. They're like plastic dustbins. Used to get them in like school discos and stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They were really brightly coloured, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, your tongue would be like blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, while today's product line features a veritable rainbow of flavours, the early stuff was pretty much water, sugar, salt and some lemon juice for taste. Mm. When Cade unveiled his beverage to the Gators team, tackle Larry Gagner. Gagner? <laughs> what? <laughs> Larry Gagner. Gagner? I tackle people. Uh, Wagner wasn't that a singer from the yeah. X-Factor Wagner Larry Wagner this stuff tastes like oh right he's actually swore. shiitake shiitake yeah it tastes like chicken mushrooms yeah um, and dumped the rest of the cup onto his head the staff was intrigued at the comparison according to Cade um, so basically he said this tastes like put uh, it was rhymes mm. kiss right so then the staff have gone none of us had tasted some urine we wee weed in a cup and dabbed a finger. You know what? There's a significant difference in flavour. So they're like, oh, was he what, serious? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so he uh, no, I don't believe yeah. him. I'm going to have to call him out on this one. Yeah, so uh, the Gators team, uh, Larry Gagner. So <laughs> Wagner's like, no, it tastes like wee wee. They're like, oh, does it? And they <laughs> tasted some wee wee. I don't believe you, Wagner. Yeah. Hey, Wagner. Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> that is so weird. Um, sushi. Prior to the explosion of the popularity of sushi, which is very in trend now. Banging trend. Many fish such as the bluefin tuna were so plentiful that they were used as cat food. So your cat's um, clove and bulb. Yep. <laughs> what was it, clove and bulb? Uh, garlic and clove. Garlic and clove, yeah, yeah. They could be munching on the highly desirable fish, which back in the day before the sushi boom, 
Sushi Boom. Sushi Boom. Sonic Boom <laughs> was like the big thing. Um, today, the bluefin is one of the most highly valued creatures in the world. So rather than giving it to tabby cats, uh, with exceptional specimens, fetching hundreds of thousands of dollars, with expense rising and the ocean's population failing, many sushi restaurants take advantage of most people's inability to distinguish between types of fish, often substituting cheaper species. In the US, many establishments selling tuna are actually pushing escolar, also known as the oil fish or snake mackerel. Oh, there you mm. go. That's like they do in Chinese restaurants, isn't it? Where they sell seaweed, but it's actually fried it's cabbage. cabbage, yeah. yeah with a bit yeah. of sugar on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's nice. Yeah, yeah it tastes like cabbage, doesn't it? It tastes like, <laughs> it is cabbage. It like cabbage, but it tastes like the sea. So. <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, it tastes like shiitake. Yeah. Too <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Escola has a staggering oil content known to have a laxative effect in many people. Cool. Nice. Many countries throughout the world consider Escola toxic. Its sale has been banned in Japan since 1977 but many American diners still unwittingly consume it each day and pay for it in the bathroom. Oh, wow. What, by punishing the old porcelain? So if you've yeah. had some sushi over the pond recently, folks, and needed a poop, then uh, you might, yeah, you you might, might have, have had the oil fish. Escobar. Yeah, and not add your bluefin cat preferred one. I wonder if they still charge the same, like they're just falling them, they, giving yeah. them the sushi at the same price, but giving them yeah. shiitake fish. <laughs> <laughs> fish is shiitake. <laughs> You're telling me. Um, ancient, well, a few more here. Ancient snack. Woolly mammoths lived beside early man, but the vast majority became extinct around 10,000 years ago. The last isolated populations died out around the time the Great Pyramid of Giza was what, built. Giza? What, Giza? What, Giza? That's a nice pyramid. Yeah. Uh, we know so much about these magnificent creatures because many of them roamed in areas like the uh, Siberian tundra where they were frozen and quite well preserved after their death. So well preserved that modern humans have eaten thawed mammoth meat. So it's kind of like a freezer. Yeah. Mm. Big there you freezer. Go. Deep freezer. The, the big freeze. <laughs> That's a mammoth freezer you got there. Yeah, you could put a whole mammoth in that. <laughs> there are many stories of feasts of these ancient elephant ancestors, and while many are dubious, some are quite well verified. Not surprisingly, descriptions of the meat range from awful to rotten. Zoology professor Dale Guthrie offers a remarkable, generous explanation of the flavour. He and his team cooked some mammoths from a 36,000-year-old carcass uh, found near Fairbanks, yeah. Alaska, into a stew. He wrote, the meat was well-aged, but still a little tough, and it gave the stew a strong plasticine, oh, plasticine, aroma. <laughs> plasticine. Plasticine. Bonjour. Plasticine. If I uh, put a French accent, you're fine. Barry, I'm really plasticine plis- really you. Plasticine. Hey. What is this word? Plasticine? Plasticine. Uh, plasticine. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, whatever that means. Okay. Oh, that sounds gross, can I just say. I did find another article on ketchup. Well, I'm going to have to try and do it through memory because we uh, had ketchup on our pizza in between uh, recordings. Yep. And it was basically something about Heinz ketchup, how it is possibly one of the most addictive foods that everyone should like, particularly the Heinz brand of ketchup because it has every type of flavor in there. It's got um, sour, sweet, um like spice it's got umami in it um because of the msg content as well so you, you if you taste other ketchups you're like mm. yeah, but they they've mastered their recipe so much that it's they say that it's almost impossible to actually hate it because it's the perfect balance i can it, well believe be... that because you are actually in the company of a ketchup addict oh and that's me. why i buy the one that's got less sugar oh right try and make a bit better so if they put less sugar in it that's put less of everything else then i wonder <laughs> it's no, got put, half the size of a bottle. Half the amount of sugar in, so you can have twice as much. Oh, yeah. Mrs. Lettuce yeah. will have um, ketchup on a roast dinner. No yeah. gravy. Hang on, yeah, I don't have gravy. 
So. Oh, really? No. I like um, brown sauce on mine or barbecue sauce, but yeah. ketchup, I've never done that. No. Mm. I like the spices in the brown sauce mingling with like the meat nah, and that. It's just got but... a swimming gravy. You need, you need that, that plate like oh. a... No, I don't like. I don't like food floating. Really? Yeah, horrible. Ah, Okay, I'm just trying to think of a dish that does float there. So you wouldn't like a a pond then? (laughs) No, I don't. Uh. I don't like to eat ponds because (laughs) because of the floating. I'm a terrible seagull. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, that was the. I thought I found that article somewhere else, but. um, cannibalism despite being seen by most modern humans as the ultimate taboo cannibalism has been practiced in every part of the world and is still more frequent than most of us would like to believe many of the civil conflicts in Central Africa particularly in the Congo have resulted in cannibalism and tribes in like New Guinea's Karawai sometimes <laughs> Karelway <laughs> sometimes <laughs> indulge in the consumption of human flesh mm, nice mm. uh that said the natural although somewhat macabre question most people Macabre? Macabre. 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 <laughs> Plasticity. Yeah, you're talking about my Macas, bruh. Macabre. Um, Macabre. People tend to ask is, what does it taste like? Accounts vary some. What do you think human flesh would taste like? Or oh, asking vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. Shiitake yeah, chicken. Shiitake chicken. Really shiitake. <laughs> <laughs> Accounts vary somewhat, but a rather concise explanation comes from William Blur Seabrook. <laughs> Blur. Blur. Basically how his name is spelt. Blur. Uh, a reporter who received a chunk of flesh. What, what a kind gift. What, what then the, he ate it? Yeah. Oh, what did he get? Oh, I got um, some new socks and pants. Oh, and a chunk of flesh from my mum. Uh, from hospital intern at the at the Sorbonne in Paris. Okay. When was, when was this? Is this? This wasn't like recently. Uh, was this it? article was in 2013. It sounds like someone has... Isn't that I illegal? Don't I don't know. I'm pretty sure cannibalism is illegal. Well... It depends if you don't tell anyone. Uh, <laughs> so don't write an article. Yeah, that's you right. Don't, yeah. You don't want to get caught. So this reporter received a chunk of flesh from the hospital intern. So not really officially uh, an employee. Just like, oh, yeah, that's all right. Some, yeah, 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 yeah. Just on the side. Uh, Seabrook cooked it. Later writing, it was like good, fully developed veal. Not young, but not yet beef. It was very definitely like that. And it was not like any other meat I had ever tasted. It was so nearly like good, fully developed veal. I think no person with a palate of ordinary normal sensitiveness could distinguish it from veal. Ugh. I am never eating veal oh, ever again. Ha- I don't think I've had veal. No. Anyway. It's really nice. Yeah. It's really, really good. It's, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it makes you uh, feel like really full up at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like a TV show, Veal or No Veal. <laughs> veal of Fortune. Uh, <laughs> uh, it just gets worse. I'm oh, so sorry. Um, oh, yes. I've, this is this is where the article arrives from. I just um, I didn't scroll. Yeah, for some reason I'm sure it had a bottle of ketchup on it, but it must have been the the one resting by my leg here. <laughs> um, perfect food. You would be hard pressed to find someone who doesn't like the taste of ketchup. This is the last one, and for a good reason. Unlike nearly every food on the planet, ketchup, particularly the Heinz variety, satisfies the entire palate. Simultaneously, salty, sweet, sour, bitter, and umami. Uh, savory, which is the flavor yeah, created by adding MSG. Heinz is very carefully mixed so that not one part of its recipe overwhelms the taste buds. So it's almost like the perfect combination, apparently. Lesser ketchups are not so neatly balanced and tend to have a note that you can focus on, so vinegar or the sweetness of the tomatoes. This is why over 100 years since it first hit shelves, Heinz remains so popular, selling 650 million bottles, I thought I said anally, 
<laughs> not through the I, bum. Annually? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's quite it's, a lot to yeah, put up there, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think one's enough. You have to buy them. They don't arrive by truck. They come out of people's bottoms. Um, <laughs> unlike many other foods, you will rarely encounter new and improved ketchup. It's already perfect. Mike Devlin is an aspiring novelist. If it wasn't for frozen pizza, he'd probably starve to death. And that is the article. That's a good article. That was good, wasn't it? So, yeah. Uh, have you tried other ketchups because we've bought some in the past oh yes. yeah and they're quite often quite vinegary aren't yeah. they yeah they are yeah and they do get some that are very sweet as well so you, yeah. you yeah. can never find one that is Heinzy. yes they, they, they do people say there's a difference when you go into a cheaper supermarket and get their their, their own, own brand, brand. Yeah. there there is sometimes a clear difference i think yeah. Particularly when big brands like Heinz, I think they're like their baked beans as well. There is something in their sauce in their baked beans compared to the the nine p tin of beans, hundred percent. But yeah. Yeah, other things hide so well. But ketchup, yeah, it's got to be Heinz. Yeah, and we're not even being paid to say that. No, no. But if if Heinz are listening, if they want yeah. to pay us. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Can. No, they want to chuck yeah. us a couple of quid for the ch- free uh, mayonnaise bottle once a month. Deal breaker. Oh, Deal, thanks, oh, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I found that very fascinating, actually. Well, yeah, yeah it's good. good. I think know. the chicken mushroom should yes. definitely. Uh, can you find some? Yes. And then can we come and do a little video with you yes. tasting these chicken mushrooms? Yeah, because I definitely. think I think that'll be fun. Oh, I hope they're the, one of the seventy-one types that glow in the dark. So not only are they a chicken, they're oh, chicken they that the glows glow in the dark. dark. I don't oh. think they are. I think it was going like, oh, and this glows in the dark as well. There's like seventy. Older than the uh, glow in the dark mushrooms. I wonder if they, this is something you can buy, is it, or is this something you find out in the deep darkest bits of the Amazon <laughs> or something? Anyway, I just got a vision of you going in the supermarket tomorrow and going, give me all your mushrooms. Yeah, uh, I need them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, doing like Blair Witch Project uh, yeah. in the middle of the woods. See, the, like putting black blackout curtains up everywhere and just seeing which ones glow. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. None and then the other thing, yeah. obviously, about putting electricity into the fields just to make them go... That's very cool. Yeah. Scaring the shrooms. So yeah, Scaring is, them, yeah. You eat it every day and you didn't know anything about them. Yeah. Well, none of that anyway. I found a little something on... Uh, I read it the other day, actually, about mushrooms. Um, I'll read the little article here. It says, As it turns out, animals and fungi share a common ancestor and branched away from plants at some point about 1.1 billion years ago. It was only later that animals and fungi separated on the genealogical tree of life, making mushrooms more closely related to humans than plants. Wow. So we actually mm. share, we don't share, but we have more genetics in common with a mushroom than we do with a plant. Wow. That's, so there you go. that's wow. bizarre. That's You're, weird. You, are, you could be part mushroom. <gasps> yeah. That's because you're such a fun guy, Barry. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I'm done with it. I've exhausted my mushroom puns. I think yeah. I, I churned I'm, I'm them all stuck out. on shiitake. <laughs> yeah. Stuck on the shiitake. <laughs> yeah. All I aboard the shiitake train. I, I do like... Uh, there's a lot... I think mushrooms in particular are one of those foods that people do... Like Marmite. Uh, they, I love my. I've met so many people that absolutely detest mushrooms. When I've done videos online, like I did a mushroom stroganoff, people are like, that's disgusting. Why did you put mushrooms in it? Well, it's a mushroom stroganoff. But... Um, for some yeah. reason, it, it's right up there. One of the ingredients. The, the key's in the first word. Yeah. Um, I can't really take them out. Well, you never used to like mushrooms too much, did you? And then last time we went up that yeah. restaurant that the four of us went to, you said, I'm going to try that mushroom fajitas. Yeah. Mm. Loved them. It's nice. It was now you're, really now you're yeah. back on the, the mushroom train, aren't you? I really like mushroom soup as well, but it always looks a bit gross. It does, doesn't it? It's not it's, like it's a grey, like, very um, grey and yeah. brown sort like of. They've just but been outside so nice. and sort of scooped it up, and you know, the 
bubbles. Like, like but it always tastes good. Yeah, like a grout. Kind yeah. Of color. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Cementy like water. Yeah. Yeah, it does a bit. But it's nicer. It's a nice sort of. And then obviously you get the the seventy one varieties of glow in the dark ones. And the mushroom heaven now is just is there. So I, I think we should have a whole mushroom fest on your channel. Mushroom yeah. fest. With uh, I'll bring my radish gadget along. We'll make some little radish mushrooms. Yes. Mushroom week. I will. Yeah. And just have a different thing every day. A fun mushroom. That's the point. Actually, folks, if you follow me on Twitter, um, let me know if you would like to see Mushroom Week. On Twitter's at My Virgin Kitchen, if you don't already know. Hence the... Let's get it trending. Yes. There's so (laughs) much you can do with the mushrooms, isn't there? Like that one I found earlier. What was it? The mushroom... Oh, I did did show you it, didn't I? Uh, I think you did, but I might have been fantasizing about the ketchup article that we just spoke about, the ultimate food. There's actually a whole... I was no point doing it because it's not visual, but if this was on camera, I'd probably now just squirt ketchup all over myself and be in the perfect combination of flavour heaven right now. But like I say, this is the less sugar one. What's going yeah. on there? Tastes oh. the same though, right? Yeah. Can't taste any difference. Tomato ketchup with sugar and sweet. And they've never changed the recipe. That is true. You never see it on Heinz them saying really new improved flavour on the ketchup, I don't think. No. N- not so much. Or, but those, those rip-off ones are just like horrendous. There's a slow. This yeah. I, I found. I found that I found the mushroom recipe here. Pulled mushroom dogs. So it's similar to your Dr Pepper pulled pork. Right. This is pulled mushroom dogs. How do you pull a mushroom? It says here two teaspoons of olive oil, twenty-four large oyster mushrooms, Ooh. torn into strips, uh, Worcester sauce, tomato ketchup, balsamic vinegar. You're like that because you're putting that I on everything. I love really. balsamic vinegar. Uh, caster sugar. I put ch- that on a roast the other day actually. Chipotle paste. Mm. Paprika, cumin, marmite. Ooh, uh, marmite, feta cheese, <laughs> crumbled, God, crumbled yeah. <laughs> coriander, and shallots all chopped up. So that's that... just shallot. Yeah, that's that's all, that's all, folks. That's shallot. Yeah, I like that. We're getting all the food puns yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, and you got to put marmite in it as well. But yeah, so you get, that's that's so, a, a so pulled this is mushroom. A pulled mushroom. So it says about tearing the mushrooms. Yeah. So it, t- it says it says torn, t- torn t- into strips. So you must just get old. What's the oyster mushroom? That's yeah. That's it's not the long, is that thinny one, or um, is that the one with like this quite a big stalk on it? It looks. I think so, but it's got quite a um, meaty top to it, isn't it? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Oyster mushrooms. Don't go there. Oyster mushrooms. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're, oh, they're big. Yeah, they look like mushrooms. Yeah, because you know, if you go into a supermarket, you can buy a tub of uh, posh mushrooms, can't you? Yeah. Like, yeah, they are. They look more like something from Avatar. Yeah. Yeah, they're they quite, do. They're quite, um, yeah, me too. Are they making a second avatar at the moment? I don't know. I think, yeah, they I are. think they are. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe you could watch it in uh, 3D again on your non 3D <laughs> telly. <laughs> non 3D yeah, yeah. glasses. Oh, oh, no, this one will be better. The graphics have improved. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't think the problem with that film is like, it's probably taken like 10 years to make it, doesn't it? Because it's such a, yeah. a retro uh, kind of way of doing it. I mean, they just do this thing called green screen on it. Yeah, whatever, whatever that is. Yeah, it's not it's, on. Not like uh, my virgin kitchen standard, is I? No, it's not up to that 4K. standard. Yet. Nah. 4K, right. 4K drone action. Yeah. Should, should we call that uh, a podcast? A shiitake? Uh... I don't think it was shiitake at all. No, I enjoyed it. Was it was quite good. You know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm on the hunt now for these chicken mushrooms, 100%. Good. Yeah, good. And I, 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 I'm, I'm, I have faith in you. Thanks. <laughs> you got to have faith. Faith, faith. Yeah. I have faith in umami. Ooh. Oh. What is umami? It's like a hidden, they call it like a, uh, it's probably better if I get some, uh, uh, 
Scatman died. Did he? What Scatman John? He's dead. Yeah, but he died because of there was something that helped him be able to scat. He had some sort of thing problem with his throat, which helped him be able to be like. Scatman's world was the follow-up. Was terrible. Anyway, that was what kind of helped him pass away. So his success was brought on by his ultimate. Downfall. Downfall. That's yeah. a shame, though. I used to love mm, that, that scat, man. He only really had one hit, a bit like Flat Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Flat Eric. I used to work with someone like Flat Eric. He <laughs> 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 used to call him Flat Eric and he knew it and everything like that. And he would like turn up in his van. What I'm at the window, like Flat Eric. <laughs> 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 like nodding his head. And he just sort of wandered, like he had a really thin arm. He sort of wandered like, like him. Looked like Flat Eric. Yeah, he was like, was he yellow? I can't remember. He was yeah, orangey, he was yellow. Like yeah. an orangey bear looking thing. Didn't they sell like bagpacks of him or something? I think oh. Yeah, you could buy, buy him like a, as a plush toy, couldn't you? Oh, nice. Plush. Plush. Uh, I was just about to Google him, but I was going to Google plush toys then. Uh, Who am I looking for? Flat, Flat Eric. Eric toy. Ooh, oh, mom. Oh, no. Not Uma Thurman. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is. Yeah. Flat Eric. Oh, he was like, more orangey. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, there were people that had box sacks of him as well, wasn't there? Yeah. 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 Monkey. Monkey. Umami, or savoury taste, is one of the five basic tastes, together with sweet, sour, bitterness, and saltiness. Yeah, it's kind of like... This fifth hidden flavour, that's what they sort like, of say. Like the eighth wonder of the world, it's the fifth. Yeah, it's, it's like, like the fifth emergency service. It's been, disc- yeah. <laughs> it's like the AA of the food world. Exactly, yeah. So if your car's ever broken down, you can get some uh, sort of meaty, uh, yeah, described as being brothy or meaty. People taste umami through taste receptors specific to glutamate. There we are. What's it made of though? Is it, is it, a, is it like a thing you find in a plant or is it man-made? Um, Tip of the tongue. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I just said that. I just started up. Uh, yeah, when you open up a little partial... Uh, what is umami made of? There we go. Tip of the tongue. Food scientists have identified the common denominator of umami ingredients, a high concentration of certain amino acids. So it's not surprising that amino-rich naturally brewed soy sauce is one of the most widely used umami ingredients in Japanese cooking. Mm. Umami. <laughs> what was that from? Um, oh, that was from Vic and Bob, wasn't it? Yeah, Shooting Stars. Yeah. Is that the your dad over there? No, it's Evolve. Ooh, your mommy. <laughs> oh, God. i got to go. Your mommy's picking me up. <laughs> <laughs> God's sake. Your mommy is... don't like you oh, and she, she likes, likes everyone. everyone. Oh, my shiitake goodness. Shiitake. <laughs> uh, sorry about the shiitake singing. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm going to totally use that phrase to get me out of trouble now. Definitely, yeah. Um, when you've got the kids podcast. around, you're about to drop a, an S-bomb. Yeah. Put the R key on the end of it. Yeah. I'll just I, talk about mushrooms, girls. It's fine. I think I've heard someone say that on telly or something quite on, recently. Oh, it was on Austin Powers, wasn't it? Was it? Okay. Do you remember that? when he It's was... not mine, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the three-point turn scene as well in Austin Powers. Fantastic. He's just like wedged in a corridor. So good. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Great film. Oh, so, so good. Um, random task as well. Yeah. My odd job. Random <laughs> task. <laughs> for his shoe. Oh, I need to watch some of them. They're brilliant film, yeah. yeah. I could sit and watch uh, like a... A marathon of them on a Sunday. Yes. When the when it when there's like if, when the weather's really shiitake <laughs> outside. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> nothing but, else to do. Shiitake on the telly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a big mushroom yeah, on the telly. Yeah, it's just shiitake all, all else to do. So you might yeah. as well just watch some Austin Powers. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so it's your last chance to say anything you wish to say on this podcast before we bring it to a close. You can say 
anything you want anything on your mind or if you want to just finish it up uh, this is your chance you have the mic the the stage is yours shiitake shiitake go I think we've covered a lot of bases I think we have you yeah, know I mean I, I could waffle on for hours about rubbish that really yeah. wouldn't interest anyone yeah um, we'll do that off yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll do that another time yeah we'll turn this off and then we can just talk shiitake for the afternoon exactly yeah <laughs> great okay so uh, thank you Mr and Mrs Lettuce for having me oh, thank uh, you well, thank you for coming to our humble abode yeah. that's very nice <laughs> yeah, thank into, you uh, the Seeing recording my, uh, studio my, my ball of death behind you yeah there's many horns on the wall there is. there's a rhino Actually, it's a vegetarian. Yeah, I've just noticed that. Yes, you have they're, they're deer heads, but they're all... Yeah. They're not they're real, Barry. It's okay. Okay. They're, they're just made of... I don't papyrus. Know I think they're made of resin. Papyrus. No, they're not papyrus. Papyrus. There's <laughs> <laughs> a pirate on the wall over there. Pirate with a stammer. Arr. Papyrus. <laughs> no, they're just fake deer heads. If it lands on me, I'm going to go... Arr. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go... Oh, dear. Oh, oh yeah. Um, it is actually a deer on the wall. Mordit's got... Um, oh, Jimmy Lee James has uh, uh, hammers. As, as a deer on his wall as well. What, a fake one? Uh, I, I don't so. know. I don't Is know. it a real if one? If it's real, I'm going to be having words at that point. No, I think, it was, I think it was papyrus, that one, actually. I'm uh. not sure. But it hasn't got a rhino. <laughs> You're definitely winning the rhino stakes. Well, Is there anything else? I think every man should have a rhino on his wall. You've got the same wallpaper as me, the artificial brick wall going on. Yeah. Loving it. You, Very nice. It's, uh, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Yeah, nice. Okay. This um, is Shay's lettuce. It, <laughs> I feel, I'm feeling it. I feel it. I'm feeling welcome. I'm like in a salad bowl of emotion. I cooked cook, cook you, cook you tea. I gave you drinks. Yeah. yeah. I've been fed. Massaged you. I've even got the ultimate tomato ketchup by, by my side. Supporting go. me through this whole Supporting experience. Supporting you through the whole... Yeah. yeah. So there we go, folks. If you enjoyed the podcast, uh, don't forget to give it a like and tell a friend. Uh, tell them about the podcast. Uh, thanks for all the support and listening. Uh, remember, My Virgin Kitchen's got loads of recipe videos up every week. All that exciting stuff. And follow us on the social media at My Virgin Kitchen, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Facebook. if you're in Morocco. <laughs> sort of that. <laughs> Pretty cool. We're only allowed a profile picture if you wear a fez. Wouldn't that be cool? That'd be awesome. I think maybe we should maybe we should do that. Get maybe we should start that. Get, a, get it trending. Just everyone's got to have a fez on. Like an old <laughs> Tommy Cooper type character. <laughs> That would be great. Just call it Fezbook. 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 <laughs> uh, George, you're going to have to uh, either change your f- profile picture or get off Fezbook because yeah. you haven't got the hat on. Yeah. Your pro- profile picture looks shiitake without <laughs> it. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I'm going to go try and register the domain name Fezbook. <laughs> yes. No, don't do that until you've just, uh, found these uh, lipitatas or whatever they're called. Yeah. Chicken called? mushrooms. Actually, Fe- I'm just going to have a very, very quick look. Fezbook must be gone. <laughs> I reckon Facebook has gone, surely. Yes, bound to have gone. Facebook. Uh, they've got to be one of there. If not, register know. that and we'll all... Yeah, immediately. I mean, there's going to be at least three people on it, so we can all talk to each other. Yeah. You're like, you'll have two friends on I it instantly. It. Um, I do have another app that I use when I want a social media name checker. This is really good, folks. Have you ever got an idea for a business? I went through that with you, didn't I? Yeah, when we were looking at names for my little uh, photography sideshow. Yeah, so James's photography, which you, you gave it a plug. You can say about it now if you like. Yeah, yeah, go check it out. Uh, Facebook, Twitter. I don't, I'm not very active on Twitter. What's your uh, handle? Insta. It's at Project 33 Photography. It is. The 33 being numbers. Oh, Facebook is available on YouTube, but the domain isn't. Oh. It's gone. So, Facebook.com, if I actually... I reckon, I'm pretty certain someone has just, like, reserved that. Yeah, you, I've been out doing photos with you, haven't I? 
Yeah, we've been out before. We've um, been nearly arrested. We go out, we go out probably you once a week. You always get in trouble when you go out. We do. It's crazy. Yeah, we, we go out once a week. We we just go for... We, we just have a random night out, don't we? I take the camera along. Yeah. We generally end up drinking copious amounts of coffee and probably eating... John coffee. John coffee. <laughs> we have tea at home and then we go out and we have secret tea. Yeah, we do. Do you remember that, what? Five Guys? <laughs> What? Are you hungry? Oh, no, I've had dinner. Have you? No, I've had a massive lasagna. <laughs> yeah. I'll just get a coffee, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's five guys over there. <laughs> well, I should probably try it while we're here because yeah. they these great peanut fries. Oh, yeah. their fries are so good, though. I really want to do that. Chips in peanut oil now. They, that was they were so good. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But, but yeah, so when we go out, well, yeah, we, so we go out once a week and generally we either get told off by a security guard or... what? I mean, we, we, went, up, we went up Bristol Airport, didn't we? And we decided we were going to try and catch a few shots of some planes coming in and stuff. And before we knew it, we had like a SWAT team come out the sky didn't they oh yeah and they were, they were like, they ready to wrestle us to the ground yeah. you cannot film around here yeah like, we thought we were like pl- plotting some sort of like yeah like really bad act and we're like yeah. no 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 so we're no, just, just taking pictures of planes it's yeah, great don't worry about it mate and then I nearly died in the car park as well yeah that was uh, yeah. quite a harrowing moment for me yeah I didn't know if to say Barry or the camera uh, obviously, I chose the camera. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right, yeah. You know. <laughs> this massive sort of like eight-story spiral car park. We went to the top floors and get a good view of the city of Bristol. And then we walked towards the spiral car park bit where the cars go up the ramp to shoot down because it was nice and illuminated. Stumbled over a little curb that was just before that and the barrier was only waist height. And I <laughs> oh, my goodness. So yeah, nearly we, went over the edge. the top floor of the car park is not very well illuminated. No, all, it was pitch it? black when we were yeah. there, wasn't it? Yeah. So we were just walking, it looked like all flat. Caught my uh, foot on it. About, you know... A little bit more momentum if I uh, had my uh, sprint on. It was awful. On. I did sweat momentarily. It was a big old drop as well. That would have been a that bad way to go. Yeah, oh, yeah. not good. No. In fact, yeah, people know where it is. It's the Cabot Circus car park. So yeah, yeah. If you've been there, you'll know what it's like on that top deck. And yeah, you nearly ended up right Should you have middle. been up there? No, because that was the first time we got told off, wasn't it? With the yeah. security guard but came our, up. Our argument was, well, if we wanted to park our car on that level, there was no nothing stopping us because yeah. they still had the... And the lift went all the way up. The lift? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he must have got <laughs> up there, the and he but, went, oh, yeah, because that's what lifts do. Yeah, yeah that's right. And uh, Thanks for that, guys. He was like a youngish <laughs> lad, and the guys at the airport were like, it was like a dad and his mates, wasn't it? <laughs> his dad, oh, you and, stop his... dad and Uncle Bob. And yeah, well, like, nice. The son, like, go yeah, on, go but, on, you take this one, lad. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give you back up. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah, sure, yeah. No, no, we ain't going to move on. Yeah, yeah, sure, okay, see you, thanks, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, so yeah, if moved you on. do you want to see any of James's pictures, they are phenomenal. Uh, go to at Project 33 Photographer, uh, and you'll... Uh, you have a browse and then you see that he doesn't just eat salad. I don't know. Facebook, Insta and Twitter, I'm all over it. Literally. Uh, and and Facebook. There is, there is no, <laughs> and Facebook, Facebook, yeah. And, yeah, yeah there's no, there's no uh, lettuce-related photography on there at all. So. Not, oh, yet. Really? Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, it can be arranged. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah, definitely. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. Uh, thank you, Mr. and Mr. Letters. Thank you once again, No Barry. problem. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yes. Cheery bye. Bye.